0: You're the host of tips, buddy. That's
1: right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips. Brought to you by the Hot Lifty Podcast. I'm your host, (laughs) Carter McKenzie, here with the one and only Luke.
0: (laughs) What's up, buddy? How you doing?
1: (laughs) No matter how many times you do this, you know, sometimes you have a little lapse. It's the Alzheimer's kicking in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I've gotten like more spacey since I quit drinking three days ago. I Maybe mean, that's just like physical withdrawals. I've got like the brain fog coming in from the lack of alcohol.
1: <laughs> so you're getting on the sober train.
0: I am. Yeah. Time for a change. I've said. I feel like everybody on the podcast is going to be like, he's going sober every couple months, and then he falls off, and it's just a cycle. And you're right. That's exactly what it is.
1: <laughs> but this yeah, is so. the accountability. Use this as the accountability. Yeah. Just.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean. I did, after rendezvous, I quit drinking for two months. We're just shy there, which was good, and, and got my training back, and then just got real busy with traveling and all this other shit, and then, you know, kind of did a lot of reunions, linking back up with folks, and so, you know, that that's usually how it starts, and then, you know, when we get together, like Salt Lake City, we we got a lot of work done. It was really productive. We also did a lot of drinking. and A lot of beers. Yeah. yep. Yeah, and then coming out of that, Perry came up for the antelope hunt, and- you know same thing very productive did a lot of hunting but then we did a little bit of drinking too and so it's just like man you know and i look at my schedule and it's like i'm either going to be living alone in louisiana in a fucking camper or i'm going to be hunting with the boys and so both of those are just recipes for drinking too much so i was like let's just go ahead and and kill it until uh until i go sign out on leave for for december and plus yeah. garrett freaking just guilted the hell out of me he's like 75 hard i was like absolutely not He's like, I'm not doing that again. I've already done it. I was like, no. And he starts like throwing all these quotes that I've said to him back up in my face. And
1: I'm like, oh, God damn it. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our boy Cole's doing it with you? He said he was. All right.
0: right. Let's. I hope he sticks with it. Cole, you'll hear this because you're going to edit it. So uh, fucking better stick with it. We're calling you out on the podcast. That's right. What do you got in that cup? Is that just Topa Chico or is that Topa Chico and tequila? <laughs>
1: just topo chico
0: you gonna do it you're gonna jump on the sobriety train
1: i just came off the whatever i did like 60 days sober and did vidar and stuck to i did i did my 75 medium which i think i've talked about on here before yeah i started i've started 75 hard before and failed twice and i kind of made some adjustments based on just where i'm at in my life with two kids and working whatever three jobs in a certain capacity so i didn't want to set myself up for failure i know you can do it i know everybody has the same 24 hours and i know you set this time aside and you can fucking do it or whatever but like anyways i made my own version and it was still difficult um and i stuck to it and i was like proud of that and i was proud of the results so that was cool that was really rewarding um so i just wrote down my own rules Instead of 75 hards, hards rules, uh, you know, on there, I had like uh, at least one farm chore a day, right? Because yeah. I find that they all pile up and then I have like, you know, everything's broken all the time. You know how it is. Fence is broken, fucking barns broken. There's a leak in the roof, whatever. Chicken coop. Right. So one farm chore a day uh, was on there and that was really intentional. You know, setting aside time to like intentionally play with my daughters with my phone fucking over there. Right. That was, uh, on my list too. So it it was kind of just like a more personalized version. So yeah. Anyways, I found that successful. I lost like 12 pounds and stayed strong and kept my fitness, uh, which was really helpful and beneficial going into this hunting season. And, you know, my goal was to go into our Colorado four season hunt a little bit lighter than I was last year. So, um, feel a little still strong, but be able to move a little better. So I did kind of my version. So I don't think I'll do that version, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably do my version again. Cause I really enjoyed that process.
0: Yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. Like I, <clears throat> I even talked to Garrett about this, about, I was like, I don't know exactly. I haven't decided like today is, I started two days ago, but I didn't like do it exactly. So technically it doesn't count. And so it's like either today's my day one, which I'm on track. I got to go. I'm going to do a 45 minute bike ride after this podcast. That'll be my second workout. But it's like, I understand why uh, Frisella does it. Cause it's like, you got to be intentional about your time with, you know, the two workouts and all this stuff and then making the time and planning it out and the, you know, being intentional. But it's like at the same time life happens and shit happens. And sometimes like it's better to start smaller <clears throat> and then this idea of like oh you just start back with day one what happens with a lot of folks is they don't just start they don't just roll it back like if they get to 45 days and then fuck up they don't start back at day one they just quit yeah. you know and so having that like idea of like this zero sum kind of all or nothing sometimes it works for some people and it's like the big motivator because they have that big like you know gun to the back of their head type thing and then some some folks it's just like the easy quit button because they're like fuck it you know, I already messed it up. Why Why do anything? And I kind of fall in between that. And it kind of depends on like what I've got going on, what I'm doing. When I did it, it was easier because I was deployed. I didn't have my family. <clears throat> you know, now, right now, what I'm struggling with and what, what's been hard the last few weeks is like balancing everything. And with the idea of like, I'm having to leave, come off baby leave, go back to Louisiana, leave the family. Business is like taking off in a hundred different directions. So it's busy. as All of us are busy as hell with that. And then, you know, with the travel and then just still trying to hunt and do that stuff, it's like, like always what falls off. Like, that's why I was doing really well with VDAR and then I started traveling. And it was like, well, VDAR fell. So, you know, there's and there's and that's no excuse. And it gives back to like the whole, you know, being mindful and intentional about what you're doing. And that kind of leads us into what we we're going to talk about for tips. We went on a, didn't intend for to have a good opener for that, but it's, you know, it kind of worked out well. But it's like, how do you stay on track when you're traveling? Um, when you're on the go, when you're, you know, especially when it comes to the fitness. And I think a big part of it for me is just understanding that something's better than nothing. Sometimes I get wrapped up in the way I've trained, which is, you know, my strength. And I got to do some like, I start off with like a warm-up, strength, metabolic conditioning, then some mobility, cool down. And it's like this big thing that can take anywhere from one to two, two and a half hours, depending on how much accessory work. And that becomes like really hard to carve out when you start, when you got two kids that are young and, you know, as you well know, when you've got multiple jobs as me and you both have, you know, and you stack all this stuff up and, and yeah, you know, you can, can you carve out the time? Yeah, there's always more time, but there's a cost there and you, you got to figure that out into each their own. And so what I have really tried to do recently, and even when I've missed a lot of my workouts and what I've been really do is consistently staying active. So at a minimum I'm getting steps in, I'm doing some stretching, some ability, maybe some body weight stuff, um, bringing a sandbag around and like trying to get something in. I'm usually really good at that as long as I'm not boozing when I'm boozing, I'm a fucking degenerate piece of shit I don't do anything I just drink (laughs) but as long as I'm like staying on top of that it's like I can still be active and get some stuff done you'll get some stuff physically done and then just it's like okay that's okay it's not this all or nothing I gotta get to a gym I gotta move some weights I gotta lift heavy I gotta do this big elaborate workout like no I can just go bring a band with me bring a sandbag if I'm driving and then knock something out like Garrett was doing great at that he was when he was driving all over the country he would like whatever rest stop or truck stop he was sleeping at, he would, you know, do a kettlebell and a sandbag workout from all the gear we had in the back of the trailer. So I think that's just it is just like allowing yourself to know that like something's better than nothing. It doesn't have to be exactly what you're doing, you know, under the best of circumstances.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be, and our programming changed my way of thinking about it, but it doesn't have to be like your traditional weight. System, right? If you're if working out for you is like you have to get in a vehicle and drive to a physical gym, it doesn't have to be that, right? You can now, like my favorite shit in the world is a sandbag and two dumbbells and a a pull-up bar at the house, right? And if you have a little room to run, whether that's sprints or any longer distance, you're in business. I mean, you can cover a lot of ground there, and that costs very little right the barrier of entry is nothing right especially with regards to your health (laughs) which is arguably where you should be spending your dollars but you know now i'm a total convert Uh, that sandbag goes with me everywhere right and you know you know we go up to canada for an entire month um in the summer because we're both teachers and uh, the 75 pound sandbag comes with me and my two little 35 pound dumbbells uh they come with me and then you can do anything, right? You can cover all of your anaerobic capacity. Uh, you can do, you know, longer form. You're not doing any any crazy like functional strength, but enough to maintain and uh, arguably maybe get stronger, but definitely stay on the fitness side of things and build your anaerobic capacity in, in that side of things with, with just that little amount of equipment.
0: What do you do? Uh, Do you do anything like when you're hunting?
1: So I wish I would do it more. It does help. It depends on the situation. My like go to whenever I travel or like if I need a little. You know, you're, if you're like tired or like dragging on the like day two or three in the morning, like my my go to is like the workout called the one hundreds or whatever, and you just do ten rounds of 100 hundred ups hundred squats, uh, then you're like good to go. It's nothing crazy, but it's enough to spike your heart rate. And uh,
0: is it ten rounds of ten or ten rounds of hundreds.
1: Ten rounds of t- just ten rounds of ten, right?
0: Just, no, supposed just, to- to- that's a lot of fucking pushups no, no, no. and squats, brother. No, <laughs> ten rounds of a hundred, <laughs> it's a thousand.
1: It just takes, you know, six minutes or whatever, six or seven minutes, depending on how fast you're going. And that can be enough to get me set back right until I get back home. That's kind of my go-to.
0: Yeah, I think just getting the blood flowing, right? It depends on the hunt that I'm doing. If I'm hunting out west right now, I'm going to be walking a lot. I don't particularly want to do a heavy workout because you're already, you know, expending calories and – your hydration and everything and so <clears throat> i like to just get the blood flowing so i'll usually when i wake up especially i am been walking around you're gonna i'm gonna be stiff because i'm old so do some lunges do some squats you know get, just try to get everything kind of opened up and moving and then I, I try to bring my band everywhere i go and with my shoulder issues it's something that i've tried i've actually been pretty poor about it over probably the last month or so, but I was doing really good there for a long time, is doing my pull-aparts, face pulls, dislocates, all that stuff with the band. And the band is easy. It's light. You know, even if you're flying, I'll throw it in the bag. You can even get a good, a decent workout in with the band, with the resistance, with like, you can do some squats, some good mornings, um, different, you know, rows. Like, you can do a lot of different shit with the band, and it's just easy to pack. And so I like to bring that with me and stretch and just like stay loose, because I would not have a really... I get, really tight up on my shoulders and on my neck and yeah. especially carrying a pack and all that and just having a little bit of that maintenance and I don't really worry about anything else like that's why we train other times is when you're not training you know so you can maintain so just doing something knocking some push up you know all that stuff's really good so yeah I think that that's a big thing if I'm whitetail hunting I know I'm not gonna be putting a lot of calories if I'm at like the house uh, where I know I'm going to be able to shower. That's like a big part of it is like, I don't like to work out when I'm not going to be showering for, you know, four or five yeah. days. Cause like I'm getting sweaty it, sucks. And you're, <laughs> yeah. You're just making it. You're just like, ah. but if I know then, then I'll actually do something a little bit more. you know, I might actually do like something like the, you know, maybe not specifically that, but like the 10 by 10 or do something where it's like a short little five, 10 minute Metcon just to get the blood flowing um and get everything rolling. Cause I know I'm not going to do anything when I'm sitting in the stand. And occasionally we've even brought weights and we've done workouts and we've done little things, uh, around the cabin, uh, in the past. But that's something I'd like to do more of. I think I was thinking at rendezvous we will actually do some actual, some like prescribed, like planned work workouts and it'll be easier. Cause I won't be hunting. So when everybody else is hunting, we can actually plan and knock shit out.
1: Yeah. I mean, thinking of rendezvous, that's why I got everybody's asses up at like noon. I was like, it's too fucking early to start. Hitting that keg, we need to do something, earn a couple beers at least. Yep. So I was like, okay, we're fucking running all the way down to the end of this hayfield. You're doing whatever, ten push ups, running back, doing lunges, doing squats, you know, sandbag overhead. A couple of the guys
0: were already fucking drunk by the time in I was in into town sleep. to grab all the food <laughs> and <laughs> I thought
1: it's a pretty- couple of them were gonna break ankles in some uh low spots in that field. Oh man. Yeah, it's important. The band is a really good point too. Cause you can do that shit in the airport. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can do that anywhere, man.
0: Dude, if I'm on a flight that's longer than like four or five hours, I'll get up and do like fucking squats and lunges on them. Cause I get, I have neuropathy. So I get numbness in my feet, in my hands and I can't sit for that long. So I have to get up and I look ridiculous, but I'll go stretch. I'll move. I'll get everything going. I'll get to that little spot, like in between the shitters and the, uh, like where the hostess is or the stewardess is, whatever the fuck they're called are. And I'll just like, you get a little bit of room in there and I like do some shit, <laughs> a little bit of aerobics look ridiculous, but I'm like an old man. I can't sit like flying to Europe or anywhere else. It's brutal.
1: Yeah. It's good though. It's important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Keeping the, the blood rolling and moving, I think is really important. The older I get, the more I, th- I find that to be true and just not having, you know, being stagnant getting out moving, even if it's not, you know, I think that's like another piece is like, you don't have, it doesn't have to be like a VDAR workout or a Moda workout or a CrossFit workout. You're not going out and doing Fran every single time. Right. Or fight gone bad or one of these other ones Or going out and doing a big powerlifting session. Like it, it can just be staying active throughout this shit. And it's easy when you're traveling to just like fall off completely and be like, Oh, fuck it. Versus, you know, I actually now will plan my hotels and pay a little bit extra if I can find one that's got a decent, like a real gym. Not like that bullshit check the box gym that a lot of hotels will have. And I started that when I was in Europe with the army when we were traveling around. It's so, like I'd rather like be able to go to a place that it feels like an actual gym versus you're sitting there with like the fucking, you know, old lady mall walking dumbbells and then like a treadmill. And you're like, what am what I doing here? What am I doing here? Yeah, and So like, I just think being deliberate with that is really important.
1: And those travel days add up quick, dude, mm-hmm. like real quick, they can pile up. And then you're like, what the fuck? I've missed eight workouts this month, eight, yep. eight, yep. eight possible days of progress. Right. And you're just losing on those days. The trip we just got back from in the Dominican, it had the nicest gym I've ever, ever experienced at a hotel. It was phenomenal. I was, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing like we're gonna work out every day this is the best which i would have done anyways but like you know even if i'm traveling like for whatever if i'm taking my teams uh to a tournament somewhere overnight you know i'll even i'll make sure i'll be like yep yeah, gotta be intentional about it whether it's you know burpees and push-ups in my uh hotel room or in that crappy hotel gym you gotta do it or else it adds up quick
0: yeah it really does and when you think about it, that's a good way to think about it too. It's like how many days of like potential progress did I miss out on? And that's another reason why, you know, it's like I need to just take a hard hiatus from the booze because it I'm the worst. Like you can you'll me and you like drink like three beers and you're like, let's go work out. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like <laughs> if you'd got me three beers ago, I'm in. I would hundred percent have done it. But once this train has started rolling, it's not fucking coming no. back. Like yeah. <laughs> so, and like Garrett'll go Garrett'll be half drunk and go sprint across the fucking hay meadow and I'm like yeah, no once once I've had a sip of alcohol all bets are off I'm not yeah. doing anything so I have done a couple beer miles that those fucking suck but yeah that's uh, yeah so taking a break I think definitely yeah uh, and it's good too because it's like I'm taking a break. Normally, when I'm like at the peak of my drinking, <laughs> which is right. like coming into October, November, December, right? That's when I peak. That's why I always do dry January right. it's like a month off after this like crazy time of the year with hunting, deer camp, and Christmas, hanging out with my parents and the in laws and everything else and the family. And so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm sure I'm going to regret it at certain points, but I think you know it's. I've done it so many times now. I've got no doubt that I'm going to be able to do it. <clears throat> it's not that hard to, once I decide to just not do it. And that's how it is for me. It's easier for me to just not drink than it is to like, be like, oh yeah, I'm going to hang out with Carter and have two beers. Like, okay.
1: No, if I have one, I'm going to have 15.
0: Yeah. Like, what's the point? I don't understand people that are like,
1: Moderation I'm going to have
0: two drinks today.
1: No. If I'm but, not getting, yeah, if I'm not getting buzzed, like there's no point. <laughs> I'm not getting drunk, there's no point. <laughs> oh
0: man like that's yeah it's not the healthiest relationship i fully fully acknowledge that but i just don't see the point in drinking. like if if i'm not get if i'm not feeling the effects then i would just rather drink Lacroix or fucking water than get you know 100 to 200 calories per per can like it's not worth the calories if you're not getting any effects from it
1: <laughs> i <laughs> agree that's science
0: science move over andrew huberman <laughs> Have you heard what he what he talked about with Burt Kreischer? On, oh yeah, <laughs> dude. That like honestly, that one had me sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I probably yeah. did not drink.
1: I guess this is really bad for you. <laughs> He's
0: like, you should. Like, if you have anything more than two a week, then I'm like,
1: whoa. <laughs> yeah, two, two drinks. What?
0: You want like two cases? Like, what are we talking yeah. about here, brother?
1: <laughs> what about twenty, man?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. The other piece is like. I look at like what we're building and what we're doing and relatively, I won't, I don't want to say I'm high functioning, but like I have the ability to do multiple things and like we're, we're building a lot of stuff at once. It's like, if I quit boozing, like how much more can I do? You know, how much more clarity do I have less lack of focus, better sleep, like all this other stuff. And when I do stop during those, like, I do feel like you just get sharp, you know, when you go through those periods and And sleep
1: gets so much better, so
0: much better. Same thing when I do like really low carb or just eat carnivore and or eat, I don't usually do totally. I'll do like 80%, do like some fruit, but just cutting out all the processed carbohydrates and food, like, dude, it just changes my sleep. It's crazy.
1: It's a big deal, especially when you have kids.
0: Yep. Well, kind of wraps us up. We we pretty much stayed on topic talking about traveling and and fitness and then a little bit of some pros and cons of boozing.
1: <laughs> and how we're pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's relatable because I'd say most of our listeners are also fucking pieces of shit.
1: Not uh-huh. all. There's so some exceptions, yeah, but some the rest of you, are,
0: of you know yeah. who the fuck you are. You degenerate fucks. Drink less. I'll, go buy run. You beer.
1: I'll buy you beer anytime.
0: <laughs> I will be drinking at rendezvous. So if you're a team member, uh, definitely buy your tickets, come to rendezvous. It's going to be pretty kick-ass. I'll be at the men's and the women's, and I won't be able to drink at the women's, but I'll be able to drink at the men's. So, be fun. Perfect. I'll be back, baby. Oh,
1: back, baby. I drink a beer. I drink a beer.
0: <laughs> oh, another one, <laughs> and a Bloody Mary.
1: And a Bloody Mary.
0: <laughs> Cole, I need you to insert that clip, the audio, into the end of this, so everybody knows what we're talking about. All right. As always, we appreciate the howdy, you guys. Thanks so much.